Hi guys, MMA UK News, obviously myself, Stoneboy, as always, for the MMA UK BJJ show. So I know we've been doing a lot of uh, MMA stuff over the last little while, but as I said, uh, we've finally got back to doing some BJJ shows. As I said, it's been a while. Um, I think it's been a few months uh, now since we've done uh, uh, an all-exclusive BJJ show, so... Um, joined by obviously a special guest, so an international guest. So uh, obviously my next guest, Sean Voss. Uh, Sean's a black belt, real grappling black belt under Roberto Atala, uh, hailing from Cape Town in South Africa uh, via Norfolk, and now <laughs> finds his home in Brecon in Scotland. So um, we're going to hear a little bit about Sean's journey. Obviously, I know that Sean. Uh, as well as on your own jiu-jitsu, obviously he has a, uh, obviously a number of students and he also competed as well. So we'll hear a little bit about, obviously, uh, some of his competition stuff as well. So, Sean, absolute honour to have you on, sir. Hey, man. <laughs> nice to see you, bro. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, sir. I'm good. How's good. everything going training-wise? Tiring, mate, <laughs> as it is for everyone, <laughs> but good. Good. It's just good to be back after lockdown, man. Just getting back into that flow. Body, body's still uh, getting used to it again, but good. Yes, yes. You mentioned you're doing. Yeah, well, listen, I do. I've uh, not trained now properly for but since before the lockdown. So, oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. so I've been going into the gym the last kind of few days or this week, just kind of getting a kind of taste for it, a feel for it again. Oh, so. Good. So nice. my training officially starts back on Monday. So, oh, wow. um, so I hit you just at the right time. <laughs> yes, yes. So, <laughs> but it's going to be a few a hard few classes to start with. But do you know what? That, that's weeks, what we love mate. about. Yeah, that's oh, what yeah, we love yeah. about jujitsu. So, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's uh, the fight. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but if jujitsu was easy, everybody would do it. Every yep. single person. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, um. Yep. So, Sean, as I said, uh, absolute honour to have you on. I've had a few people message me since, obviously, we put the post up and obviously excited to hear about, obviously, some of the things that you're going to say and hear a bit about your journey and things like that. So, uh, obviously, we mentioned then from Cape Town, okay, yes. so coming from yes. South Africa. What's um, what's the jiu-jitsu scene like in South Africa, in Cape Town especially? So, uh, South Africa in general... Um, it's it's probably very similar to Scotland, I'd say. Uh, in probably probably obviously because there's a bigger population, more numbers, but level wise, you're looking at you have like um, pockets where it's absolutely incredible. You've got really good guys, um, and but mostly you're looking at at blue belts, purple belts, the occasional smattering of a brown belt and a and a black belt. Very similar to what I felt where I've been in Scotland, anyway. Um, you have Cape Town was strong when I was there, um, and Johannesburg's very strong. Uh, now especially, they've kind of like, I think, caught up if not uh, overtaken Cape Town in a lot of ways, from what I've heard anyway. I mean, I'm not there. <laughs> um, but it's it's cool. Um, Cape Town was very close, especially like the, the like Scotland, the Rio Grappling Clubs. We had, uh, we had the, like, by quite a majority, the biggest, like, team, I think, probably in Cape Town nine or ten gyms i'd say um so and uh, just for a bit of perspective cape town's like um i think the whole population of scotland is cape town so there's five or six million uh people in cape town um and then you had very good teams from henzo gracie 
Um, especially after the whole Danaher leg lock storm, they just started nailing us. Uh, it took a bit of a learning curve to catch up, but we did eventually. Um, and then I left. <laughs> but it's cool. Everybody's kind, and I suggest you guys train. It's very cool. Very cool trip, actually, when lockdown's yeah. done, of course. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I and mean, we have heard that. I mean, any, there's been a few guys been out to South Africa and trained in different places. You mentioned, obviously, Johannesburg, Cape Town and things like that. So mm. we've had a few guys that have went out and have trained. I've got yes. a friend of mine goes out to South Africa every, every year and he trains. I'm trying to think. It's a, it's a Hensel Gracie black belt that's yeah. over there. It's an older it's guy. It'll be Hensel Cape Town uh, with Kurt George. Yeah, yeah. So, He's amazing. He's an amazing coach. Really yeah, good. See, my friend goes over there. Thomas goes over there every year, every couple okay, of years. And nice. That's uh, he goes and trains there all the time. I might so, have trained with him. Uh, Thomas sounds familiar. <laughs> yes. So, um, but yeah, he loves the place. Has, I think he's got family yeah, out there, cool. so he loves mm. going out visiting the family and obviously getting some yeah, jujitsu yeah. in in Cape Town yeah, so, and South Africa. So, and then you did a lot of competing in South Africa. I mean, obviously, things yeah. I was reading about you. You were one of the top competitors in Cape Town. Um, yeah, or in yeah, South yeah. Africa in general. So, I mean, what was your competition like coming up through the belts? So, um, when I started, we there wasn't really much going on. Um, we had a, a tournament called Cape of Storms. That was pretty much the, the, the top echelon for us. But that was still back in the day. I think that's like early 2000s. Um, and that kind of like faded away and there was like a lull and then um just suddenly like i would say probably from about 2005 2006 everything just skyrocketed um there was a stage we'd have to travel um and in south africa travels travel um if you go from from cape town to joburg to compete um you're doing the equivalent from london to edinburgh probably there back and back again uh, just for 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 a trip, so you you travel, but you could you could compete twice a month, three times a month if you wanted to, if you really put it. And at that stage, I did. Um, we we would go. We competed in Joburg. We competed. Um, there was a really good tournament in. Um, it's actually a funny story. Uh, a really good tournament in uh, oh, what's the area? East London, and um, I entered. It was my first. Uh, uh, advanced tournament that I'd entered in Nogi. So, okay, perspective. I trained Nogi three or four years before I put a gi on. So, you know, I had that, that like, we're at a much higher level than my gi was. So, um, I was there for the Nogi, the Nogi tournament. And, um, I decided, all right, we'll, we'll put on, we'll put on a gi for this. So, my cousin and I, he actually reminded me the other day, we pulled our gis out of the packaging. They were still, they still had the fold lines. <laughs> and I entered, I entered the white belt tournament. Man, I I ended up winning the 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 absolute the, my, my weight group and absolute in in the in the tournament with Nogi uh, for the advanced and at white belt I got choked out unconscious from from top mount <laughs> in the first comp. So yeah, that was a steep cur learning curve. Um, yeah, man. Other than that, uh, we had some badass tournaments. One that I'm actually thinking of bringing this side. Um, it was called Gas. Um, I don't know if it's suitable for beginners. Uh, that was the only thing we ever, we always worried about, but, um, it was, you'd have your divisions, eight guys in a division and yeah. you would fight everybody once for 10 minutes, sub only. 
um, yeah. and you would get points according to the, the time of submission. So say I submitted the guy in six minutes, then I would get four points and he'd get negative four points. And at the end, sub only till you drop. And you had some battles, man, like hour and a half, two hours of, of, in, of insanity. So, yeah, I, I, I did that. And I started winning, like, all the tournaments I, I entered and um, decided that um, I was going to try overseas. And that's, like, quite a big thing for, for South Africa. Um, like it's expensive. Like I know like 500 quid for me even now sounds like it's not so much to travel to South Africa, for instance, but when you, when you convert it to rands, that's like 10 grand. So like it's a lot of bucks. So, um, saved up the money as a cool story from a competition, how I saved, I actually got the money for the tournament, but I'll get to that. Um, we, I went off to saved up, went off to Bulgaria and I competed at the ADCC Euros. Um, yeah. and I fought well, won all the way up to the semis. And then I, I see the guy is a giant Polish guy. I didn't know who he was. I had no idea. All I, all I knew was Alexander Trance was on the other side of the bracket. So if I, if I won, I'm like a purple belt. If I win, I have to go against Trance. So I was, I was, <laughs> um, so I looked at my dad, he was behind me and, and all of the matches, the guys were like, you know, like all ready and everything, looking you in the eyes, it's fight type of thing. And one of my strengths from my coach, Rico um, Hutting in, uh, in Cape Town is, is like Greco style wrestling. And I mean, I'm in Eastern Europe. So I thought, okay, I'm definitely getting taken down. Yeah. But truth bobs, I take everybody down I get to the semifinal and I'm trying to look at the, this giant Polish fellow next to me in the eyes and he's not making eye contact. So I'm like, ah, I got you, bro. I got you. I, I didn't, I didn't get him. <laughs> I didn't get him. <laughs> I looked at my dad's stuff and I said to him, yo, I, I, he's not making eye contact. I got him. I got him. And, uh, yeah, four, five, six minutes in, I made, made the mistake. He was, he was going deep half and I made the, made the mistake on my, my left leg slip on the back choke within, within three seconds. I was rock, done. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, then ended up in the in the third and fourth against a Russian, also a cool story, against this Russian fella. So um, he's bloodied, man. He's got blood dripping down his nose. He's got stuff over, taped over his head. He's just for trance, you know what I mean? Trance has yeah. punished this dude like crazy. Um, yeah. So I'm expecting like, okay, I'm going to get into this wrestling match and I'm going to, going to, going to, wear him down he's tired already and i'll win this i get i'll get my bronze <laughs> i hit him on that first snap down like just just let him know you know south african style here we are and yep. he just didn't even move i was like whoa okay so we go we wrestle 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 gets to five minutes 20 on the clock okay so it's about 40 seconds um left for before we go to overtime and homeboy's just getting his breath back after trance molding Man, the next thing he drops on a double, picks me yeah. up, runs across the <laughs> runs across the mat and dumps me. <laughs> so so I, I ask I match finishes, he wins with a takedown. I'm like, okay, cool. Walking through the stand. So I so I ask him, um, um so like, man, you you've done uh, wrestling before. He's like, no, no English. I'm like, wrestling? And he says, Oh, that are Olympics. So I go <laughs> I go and research the dude. The year, the year that Daniel Cormier 
like uh one one like qualified and came like i think he got a silver um mm. this dude finished like 22nd in the world and i'm trying to wrestle with him <laughs> <laughs> nah nah but yeah that was that was my foray overseas and enjoyed that really enjoyed that um and then kind of like did one or two comps after that but then kind of settled into the coaching role more uh the jiu jitsu and um mma a bunch of mma guys have trained so yeah, that's my journey. Um, I'm thinking of competing now. There's a there's a tag team event somewhere in Scotland, and Power I got Pug, a, yeah, Power yes. Pug and Paisley, yes. yeah. So yes. um, it's a good competition. What they do is um, they put on different types of events. Okay, mm. so they'll have like, a teams event, uh, the, and then obviously now they're doing this Power Tag. So oh, it sounds and, like fun, man. It uh, sounds absolutely brilliant. It sounds like WWE style power yes. tagging, tag yes. your partner in, and um, three seconds so double team. Woo! Yeah, mate, it It'd sounds awesome. absolutely brilliant. I mean, I'd, I love to go and watch these guys when they're putting yeah, on a man. show. Um, yeah, and they always do like a live stream so they can stream it on Facebook. So obviously, anybody oh, awesome. can watch it anywhere in yeah, the world man. as well, usually free of charge. So I'm looking tag. forward to that. Yeah, definitely. It's a, a great event. It's a great event. And one thing I noticed, I watched a video, an old video of you, I think back in 2014, when you were competing. Now, uh, anybody that doesn't know, Sean is what, six feet four, six feet five, roughly, um, over 100 kilos. Um, well, uh, I, I thought I was only 125, and then I, I, I had a, a bit of a, a shock the other day because I saw photos of me playing some rugby. And I was yeah. like, "You, dude, you've got fat." So I, 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 I'm closer to one forty actually. So, but I've yeah. cut down now. So I'm down to one thirty-two this morning. So doing nice. better. Nice. But <laughs> the one man. thing on the yeah, one thing on the video I saw was you, you. Whatever fight, I think you were on the bottom and you did a bear and bowl. A perfect oh, yeah. bear and bowl as well. And I was oh, yeah. like, wow. And ever, anytime we ever seen an ultra heavyweight doing a bear and bowl, it's an absolute brilliant thing to see because oh, us big yeah. guys, we're not supposed to be able to do stuff like that. No. <laughs> yeah, it's always been my style, man. I've, I, 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 I like the... So what, what happened was, I think because a lot of the, the ultra heavyweights, A, they're used to smaller guys. So it's always the whole down... Uh, mindset yeah. like I'll hold, I'll crush, I'll I'll get past, and um, I found that so boring, man. Like like I can't I can't even weightlift. I find weightlifting boring. I don't know if I've got like a, attention issues, but um, I found that boring. So I really studied um, hard on on being doing small man jujitsu as a big fella, um, yeah. and I I pride myself on very rarely getting out scrambled. So I mean my my top student Chris, he's he's a brown belt. And he's 70 kilos, and him and my, my matches are never hold. It's rippy, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was one thing I'd say when I watched that, I thought, that's just fantastic. Because obviously me coming from, I, I usually fight around about under 100 kilos, but obviously I've dabbled, I've went in the ultra heavyweight. I'm very small. I'm only five feet four, five feet five, mm, depending on what wow. kind of what kind of shoes I'm wearing. So, um, <laughs> but, uh, my game was always um, let that person come at me. So let them, because mm. my takedown defense is usually quite good. So when yeah. I saw you doing your, when I saw you bearing bow and I was like, wow, unbelievable. So oh, yeah, I said, 
very rare to see an ultra heavyweight doing any kind of inverted stuff or berimbolo and things like that. And as you that berimbolo, that berimbolo paid for my trip to to um, Bulgaria. Actually, that was a story no. I wanted to tell. So I I had um, I'd won my weight division um, at that tournament. It was a provincial tournament. The the guy who ran the tournament's actually a, another funny story, but we'll get to that if you want as well. Um, <laughs> and my the guy I was going against, I was purple belt. The guy I was going against is a is a black belt, really nice guy, um, English fella. Um, and he was my first coach. And um, he came to me, I think, after watching the match, and he was like, "Do you want to fight?" He's a lot smaller than me, so granted. But yeah. um, he was like, do you, want to, do you want to have a match? And I'm like, cool, that'll be fun. So we went to the promoter. It was quite a weird conversation because we're like, yo, uh, Mike, can we, can, we, can we have a match, mate? And he's like, he was, he was, what do you mean can you have a match? It's like, we want to, wanna, you're not in the same way. It's like, yeah, we just, you know, we want to have a match. <laughs> and he was like, okay. So I was under the impression when we started that it was more like a, a social, like fun thing, like, demo I, his students were in the back i had my students this side i just started like teaching a few guys they were watching that's the guys in the video that you were like oh berimbolo you're here in the background uh, and um when i started i pulled guard so so usually i like to wrestle so i'll wrestle but i thought this is going to be fun and i like to invert i like all that stuff so let's have some fun so i inverted uh that beginning felt him out and he, he he came down and when i went to deep half guard i he started pulling his knee out and i heard his breathing and the way he was exerting himself he's, and i was like oh we're not we're not we're not having fun this is a match okay <laughs> so so I scrambled i swept him got on top and did the burn bolo. but so what happened then is he he asked me like can i come and maybe do like a a, like a spinny brimbolo type uh, class at his academy. And um, the academy he had was in a really, really rich area. So I was like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And then he asked me if I, if, if, if I could pay, if he could pay me. And I was like, no, no, no. All I would like you to do is just tell the guys I'm going off on this tournament and um, uh, I need like help getting there. And I went, did the class. It was like freaking 90 people there. It was crazy. And, yeah. um, yeah, there was like three or four people that donated and they paid for the whole trip. No, so I was very no. grateful. What a nice, what a legend, man. His name's yeah. James. He's a, he's a legend. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. It's always yeah, good. Man. I mean, stories like that. I mean, we hit, we hear a lot of things like that in jiu-jitsu. So yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. where just one move, one move could change make... your life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. 100%. And then obviously you, um, obviously being a black belt under Roberto Atala, coming to Scotland, Scotland is for real grappling. We spoke before you came, we came on, uh, we went live, but real grappling in Scotland is one of the top teams in Scotland. Yeah. Um, actually, they've got a number of affiliates all over Scotland, obviously the Grip yeah. House being one of the kind of main ones. Um, yes. So obviously you coming over here, it's almost like have an extended family for yourself. Yeah, man, it is very cool. It is very cool. Yeah. I've got a guy that is quite close up in uh, Montrose, so just 20 minutes away. Uh, Dale, yeah. he's, he's a cool dude there, Jackson and May. Um, and I know Aberdeen, it's got Aberdeen Combat Centre, I think they're, they're yeah. Rio Grappling Club. 
Um, yes. And the guys have been very kind, like talking. The Gary from from Grip House, he's also he's gone out of his way. We haven't been able to meet yet, obviously. Yeah. Um, but he's gone out of his way to like make me feel very, very, very much at home. He's a, he's a good lad. Yeah. Really yeah. like that. Always, yeah. Yes, and that's they, they always do. I mean, Grip House especially always do like some big open mats every now and again, usually mm. charity open mats. So uh, mm. where a lot of people turn up, obviously ourselves at MMBJJ, we do some kind of big open mats as well. And we always get, I mean, Grip House, um, again, always get maybe 70, 80 people. Wow. We're the same. Just a big, wow. big two to three hours of people just killing yeah. each other, man. Killing oh, each it's other. It's awesome, man. It's awesome. <laughs> we did the same in Cape Town. And, I, and that's the thing about Scotland, mate. Like, um, like, I love Norfolk. Don't get me wrong. I really I appreciate all my students that are there. I've still got a, a purple belt that, I mean, if, if anybody wants to train there, he's, he's, he's the guy to go with, go for it, Daniel Bellamy. Um, but um, Scotland has been so inviting, man. Everybody's so warm and friendly. I joined a rugby club. I haven't played rugby since I was 20. Um, and it's been like, like they, they feel like my family. It's crazy. Everybody's been so... Um, kind and welcoming, and and it's the same the same kind of vibe as say Cape Town. So that's what I was trying to get at. If if you could compare, it's like the whole of Scotland that kind of like banter, vibe, fun, um, letting people come in, being open and welcome. It makes me feel like like uh, it's Cape Town. Cape that South Africans are all about brides and too much alcohol and friends and family and. <laughs> And it feels the same here, which is awesome. I really, really, really like it. Definitely. And I mean, the jiu-jitsu community in Scotland as a whole is absolutely fantastic. I mean, as I said, it's, it's, it's got better and better, and we've got more closer over the years. Um, yes. I see you've got guys cross-training. and you know, oh, if yeah. we're, up, we're ever up in Aberdeen, we've obviously got a place to train. People come to oh, Glasgow, yeah. Edinburgh. Breaking. Breaking. You can come by uh, me, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> You're always but, welcome. That's the thing about Scotland. I mean, as Scotland is a jiu-jitsu community, we've become yes. a lot closer. And even when guys go out to, don't get me wrong, if we're at a local competition and we are facing each other, then obviously we want to beat each other. Um, yes. But when they go to the bigger comps, like your IBJJF Euros or any IBJJF comp or we're any together. other comp, we're, we're together. Yeah. We want... We want yeah. Scotland to win. Uh, we want yeah. Scotland to win everything. So, uh, so it's yeah, a very, very awesome, close man. community. So, same um, as Cape Town. That's the same vibe. So that's if you want to experience Cape Town's jiu-jitsu scene, that's what it's like. That same vibe. Yeah, and we always have banter with each other as well. We're always slagging I've each noticed. other off. <laughs> I've um, noticed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and uh, yeah, listen, we don't hold back when it comes to the banter. So, no, I love um, it. we. <laughs> But again, we're always there. Even even guys, I mean, I, I like, if I'm not training, I'll have guys from other gyms message me and say, what's happening? And do you mean, how's your training? Or oh, you're not training or you are training. So, um, yeah. and vice versa, other people as well. Yeah, so that's man. how really, really good community. Oh, so cool. I'm, saying, I'm, yeah. I'm really glad I'm here and I'm really looking forward to traveling and checking it all out, man. Also, because yeah. Scotland is beautiful, man. It is. It definitely is. So, I mean, you're in a you're in a bit of a place. I mean, you're out way out in the countryside as well. So, I mean, you're surrounded by kind of beautiful scenery and stuff like that, in and yeah. around Brecon. So, yeah, it's purposeful. I, 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 um. So we the from COVID the the gym in Norfolk 
obviously like broke broke down pretty much like it it was just it just wasn't sustainable um and at the same time we had like a uh, we had a bit of a loss my wife and i um so she just like had enough and when we we came um to visit friends when she was mourning um we came to visit friends up in yeah a mate of mine that i've known i knew from school so he's been my friend for like 20 odd years and um we just saw the beauty and it kind of like calmed her and i was like well within a month after that we we you know you make certain decisions for your family and within a within a month we were we were living here and it, uh, lockdown was very hard we'll be honest yeah. like uh, not seeing anybody and then morning and everything the same um but then meeting the people at the rugby club first of all and then as we've opened up with uh, with restrictions and starting to meet the jiu-jitsu community it's been yeah it's really really helped that so um Brecon is like a soul soother for us if you get what i'm saying we 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 thought of dundee because my friend lives in dundee um but in the end in the end uh, being in this beautiful space where we can drive like literally from our house three minutes and i'm in the in the mountains the, it's yeah. you know it was good for us yeah yeah and what's the difference between where you are now and cape town who size man <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the biggest the biggest difference it's it's um everything is sparse here so there's everything's disconnected but and um in cape town it's like you you live close to where you train where you do this where you do that i mean i guess it's the same for me going to the gym here in Brecon, but uh, for my students, most of them are from uh, Dundee, so they travel. They travel the forty minutes to me, and you know, I appreciate that a lot. Just by the way, students, um, but yeah, it's, I think it's just the how life is slowed down for me. Mainly. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then, um, so in Brecon, catch twenty-two submission yes. fighting. So. Um, you mentioned the name so where did the name come from for you all right so um my style of um or my style of jiu-jitsu and then my the way i teach is uh, dilemma based so um i try to give my students the perspective of we're always looking to set something up for something else all right with with say for instance the back being right up here we're always looking to take the back and we're always looking for a way to take the back or set people up to take the back um so we use there's obviously other points before that like i have a little algorithm that my students use to to kind of like figure out where they are because when you're starting you don't know where you are so we're always looking to to run that and then um we're putting people in catch 22 situations in other words yeah yeah so yeah, man. definitely a good name definitely a good name as it's yeah, yeah, thank you. catch 22 <laughs> submission fighting yes. so obviously that that puts out a message as well being submission fighting so yes. everybody knows exactly what you're coming to do you're coming to submit exactly. we're coming to submit and we're coming to fight um i feel I, I rolled once um so it was 2015 just after i went to to um Bulgaria. Um, Andre Galvao was in Cape Town and um, I was like one of, I'm one, like one of my best friends is the guy who runs the Artos Academy. 
So um, I was ca able to get some like semi-private roles with, with Andre. Um, and when we rolled Nogi, I asked him like, so what is the thing that, that I'm not doing? Like, like what's stopping me from like winning that ADCC trials? What, what did you notice when we were rolling? And he said to me, you don't fight enough. You, you, you roll and you're technical and you have an amazing X pass and all those things, but you kind of like stay off of the fight. And, yeah. um, I, I vowed at that moment that that's gone. So, um, uh, and then also the fighting is also to do with the MMA. So I coach, I've coached quite a lot of MMA, um, professionally. I never fought. I got prepared for three fights and tore my hamstring three times preparing. <laughs> so cut that. Um, so yeah, it also comes with that. Like, I believe that, um, you need to be able to take your, your jujitsu or your, your submission grappling or fighting needs to be, um, holistic like we, we we concentrate on on sport jiu-jitsu and uh, specifically more specifically nogi we do nogi but the concentration is nogi um but you need to be able to fight you need to be able to fight if somebody attacks you and you need to be able to to fight in a in a, in a match that that fellow i was talking about james um he that i fought in that preview match my ex-coach um, he took an MMA fight without any MMA tra training and he put his jiu-jitsu to the test and he won. So yeah. I feel, I feel that's where, where our martial art needs to go into, into being more holistic. We're, we're a martial art, we're a fighting art, we're not just a sport art, if you get what I'm saying. Also not just a self-defense art. I'm not a self-defense guy. I'm yeah. a sport guy, but I still believe there needs to be a fight. And yeah, yeah that's why it's a fighting academy. Yeah, and I noticed as well, Catch Twenty Two is also on Smooth Comp, so oh, yeah. that means oh, yeah. that means you your guys are coming to competitions. Oh yes, yes, we got some, we got some, some. Uh, I've got a few. I got a really good brown belt so in the higher level. Uh, Chris, he's going to be competing at what's the? Oh, now I can't even I remember this competition, but the big comp, SGI. SDI. That one. That one. Yes. He's competing over there against apparently guys a leg locking monster. So that's going to be fun. Um, I have some super talented uh, lower belt guys. There's a, a guy, Jack. He's amazing. Um, I've got um, a, a South African who's been here. It's so funny. Him and I speak Afrikaans, but he's he's been here for like 16, 17 years. So it's in a Scottish accent. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Um, he's very athletic. He, um, there's another fella, John uh, Martin. There's, there's, oh, man, there's, there's tons, and they're learning quickly, and it's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. And what about, uh, are we going to see any of your guys on the 4th of September, Scottish grappling over at Ravenscraig? We haven't, we haven't prepped for it, mate, but uh, the guys, the guys are keen though, but um, I'm one of those guys, I want them, I want them fit and ready and uh, yeah, no, yeah. we won't be there, but I, we might come watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Scottish right. grappling's always fantastic events, I mean, in Scotland. Yes. Anybody that, that, and this is where you see some of the best Scottish talent. Um, mm. And Scotland, I mean, a lot of the young guys coming through now are phenomenal. Amazing. Um, yeah. How's I mean, that blue belt? Who's that blue belt fella that's it's a, another giant who I'd rather, like, hope he's on the other side of the bracket? What's that fella's name? <laughs> so that's uh, one of my teammates, Mark McQueen. So, okay. Um, ba okay. Basically, Mark came from, he was a world champion powerlifter. 
Okay, ah. so he got into jujitsu around about 2000, early 2019, I believe, um, okay. uh, because his, bro his brother was a blue belt, Gavin. So, so Mark um, wanted to get away from powerlifting, so... Um, or not away from powerlifting, but away from competing and powerlifting. Yes. So he was he was looking for yes. another channel to go down. So obviously he decided to take up jujitsu. And um, I remember Mark being in the gym at first because um, uh, he came to us. He, I think he'd only been training about three or four months when he came to Marcus Nardini's. Um, and um, when he first started, I mean, people were able to do things with them. They were able yeah. to sweep them and they were able to, do you know what I mean, stay in side control, keep them on the ground and things like that. But then Mark's one of these people, because he's a professional athlete yes. coming from powerlifting, he put all his time and effort into becoming the guy that you've seen um, mm. recently. Okay, so, and mm. then... I mean, he went that's, to... And that's impressive. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. But that's impressive because usually guys I found that come from a powerlifting background, because they have that strength and that, that ability to explode, they don't tend to get technical. So um, yeah. for him to like humble himself to learn those, learn the techniques and kind of realize like, yeah, I got those, but I'm not going to be able to use it until I kind of yes. figure this out. That's impressive, mate. That's very impressive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he went to... As a white belt, he went um, what twenty one. He had twenty one jujitsu fights. He won all twenty one. Didn't lose a nice. point. Um, and oh, went nice. to uh, ended up with him going to the Euros, and he won the Euros um, as a white belt, and then came nice. back from the Euros, got his blue belt, and I believe the February of two thousand twenty, and then March two thousand twenty. As we know, lockdown came. Okay, Damn. so. Yeah. So what Mark was doing with him and his brother, he was just training with him and his brother uh, over and over and over again. And uh, uh, so he then went to the competition, the grappling industries, uh, mm. just last week and entered himself in the, the elite division um, and came up against, I think he'd fought, um, what, two black belts, um, a brown belt, and one of them being Ross Nichols, who's one of the I top know, black belts in the fantastic. UK. Fantastic! That's um, fantastic. Uh, but he's terrifying. He's terrifying, and he's he's the same. And I was I was actually talking about you. I said, look, obviously we've got Sean Voss. I say Sean Voss also an ultra heavyweight, over a hundred kilos, oh, six feet four, six feet five. So so you guys are pretty similar size wise. So I was like, look, mm. anytime. We see we can even um, if yeah, you man, guys I'd love to roll with him and help him out, man. Like, like I know you you've got that physical ability and and the 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 mind to 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 learn technique. Yeah, that's the kind of guy you want to help, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he is uh, he's terrifying. But he's wanting to do ADCC trials. That's where yeah, he is. Sure. That's what he's wanting to do. So obviously, when that comes up, um, he's mm. obviously getting himself in that. So he has to do um, it. He has to do it, man. He's, yes, welcome so. to come, he's welcome to come have roles with me, man. So if you're hearing, yeah. but <laughs> no problem. <laughs> Definitely. He's going to Aberdeen for a year. Um, he's moving off to oh, university. Wow. So he's going to, th I think, studying to do something to do with sports or sports, something to do with that. Um, so he's going up there for a year. And then, um, so, but he travels about. He does travel about. Mm. He's one of these people where he soaks up knowledge. Um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, I'd say obviously we're 45 you... minutes from Aberdeen. So, or 50 yes. minutes from Aberdeen. Welcome. He's welcome. Yes. 
definitely. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I will yeah. let him know. I will definitely let him cool. know. So, um, and then obviously for you guys, then so catch twenty two. Where do you see yourself going? Or where, where would you like to see you guys being going forward? So um, what what I've learned about Brecon is that um, Brecon has this history steeped in martial arts. There's there's when I when I talk to people around here, every second bloke I speak to is a black belt in something, which is <laughs> awesome. I really judo and boxing and there's um, taekwondo and um, there's all these guys. The martial arts, yeah, it's it's so huge. And and what I'd like what I'd like to see is us like um like establishing that. Like, it would be pretty pretty awesome to have a small town of eight thousand people in the middle of nowhere being a fighting force in not just Scotland. I'm I'm never one for for like I'd be the best in my area. It doesn't you know it doesn't feel like you're doing much. Um, yeah. But um, best some of the best guys in the world. That's the goal, man. Like if you're not if you don't have that goal, what goal do you have? Um, yeah. But in the same mind, also also like contributing to to helping the younger fellas. I, I see a lot of guys around, or and maybe more Dundee than here, but even here I've seen it. Um, like young men, they they don't have that thing that concentrates them and helps them become men if you get what i'm saying and and that's yeah. something we can provide so those are probably the two the two main things is to is to build a a um, legacy here because i like i, I, I like, don't even like it anymore i love the town already it's the people yeah. have made me love this place so now i'd like to 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 represent that and um uh and then obviously help help the 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 youngins you know get some focus Definitely, definitely. And then, what about you? So, obviously, you are we going to see you on the mats competing? I know you talked about it earlier. So, what would you? I, I, yeah, I, I, maybe once or twice, but man's getting old, bro. <laughs> 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 I, I feel it, man. The training, the training you need. Uh, I play, I play a bit of rugby, so we play on a Monday's training session, and then obviously I've got the jujitsu for the rest of the week. Oh, I'm knackered, bro. <laughs> My body's not recovering like it used to. But um, I'll see what I'll see what happens with the, this tag team thing because I got a lot of weight to lose for that because the, the 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 combined weight is 180 kilos and I can't be three quarters of that. That's just not not wise. <laughs> um, uh, so I'll see what happens with that. But I think I think my future holds in like. Uh, uh, coaching, man. Like I, I, I was born to be a coach more than a than than a competitor. I enjoyed the competition, um, yeah. but my eyes definitely uh, firmly on coaching at the minute. But who definitely. knows? And then, yeah, well, listen. Who knows? Who knows? I just say, never yeah. say never. Never say never. 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 So. never. <laughs> I never thought I'd play rugby again, and I am. So there you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, what about contacting uh, you or contacting? Catch twenty two. How do people get in contact with you guys? Best way, Facebook. Uh, you can search Catch Twenty Two Submission Fighting uh, Brecon on Facebook. Um, and if you want want to, I add pretty much anybody that's got a photo with a gi or a no gi or a MMA picture on it. So look me up on Facebook. It's spelled funny. S H A U G H N Voss. Um, yeah, man. That's about it. Contact yeah, if you want to come train. Any always welcome. Anybody always welcome. We're open and full of fun. Definitely. I'll get the link posted up for the gym as well. Thank so you, so guys can uh, get in contact with you. And then final thing for you then, Sean, I said uh, yes. 
anybody you want to thank, anybody that's been part of your journey so far? Cool. Obviously, number one is uh, my coach, my, my head of my my affiliation, Roberto. Um, we we at Rio Grappling Club. The the thing is, the affiliation is uh, kind of like the uh, uh, a model where there's no coercion, there's no pressure, there's none of the you have to do this, have to do that. It's all on respect, and and uh, Roberto's become more like. Like, I don't want to call him my dad because he'll hit me, but um, uh, he's become like a father figure and just somebody I care for. Um, so obviously him and then uh, uh, shout out to my coach in South Africa. If you want to train train and be mauled, uh, his name's Rico Hutton. You can have a look. He's got a really impressive uh, MMA career. He's a monster. Um, and my wife... <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> and then the guys at the gym, I don't forget. Martin organized us, appreciate it. John, yeah. all the guys have been so kind. Awesome, yeah, man. Nice right. one. Thank nice you, one. man. And you, thank you for this. This will be awesome. Listen, it's been an absolute honor. I'd say, um, yeah. I'd say when the guys pointed out, Martin, and uh, I think one of your other, I can't remember, the, Liam, I think his name is. So okay. Um, okay. so they, they both were obviously on at me and said, well, you need to get Sean on. You need to get Sean on. So, um, <laughs> Martin is obviously. Cool. Martin. Martin's yeah. filled my gym almost almost on his own. He's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> That's why no, I've got the, the Cobra Kai on. He'll understand. Cobra Kai. No, listen, we all, we, I know what you mean by that. So um, Cobra <laughs> Kai never dies, Martin. Cool. So, cool. Um, but listen, all absolute honour. I'm looking forward to, obviously, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll see each other on the mats at some point. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. I'd love to know. That'd be so. awesome, man. Um, and then obviously at competitions, if we ever see each other at competitions, anybody yes. that sees him, Sean at competitions, Go and speak to him. Say hello. Um, obviously, see his guys. As I said, we're, we're definitely looking forward to it. So thank you again. Awesome. Thanks, right. brother. And you All enjoy right. the rest Cheers, of your day. Okay. See ya. Take see ya. care. Bye, bye.